Indiana Governor Mike Pence is backpedaling on this. Let's be clear. Let's be very clear. And I'm not going to say I'm not gay. I never have been gay, okay? But you have a piece of legislation that the governor of Indiana signed, Mike Pence, which means when you sign something, I approve of this message, right? I approve of this bill, this law, this legislation. And what this legislation does, contrary to what conservatives want you to believe, because conservatives will say, Bill Clinton signed this into federal law. Yeah. The federal law was based on a Native American who wanted to smoke peyote, a similar type of marijuana. Marijuana is illegal on a federal level, nationally. And he has a First Amendment constitutional right to do so. So even though the First Amendment protects you, this went a step further. And by the way, this was also utilized with a Santeria worshiper in the state of Florida. But that's not the case with this type of legislation. Because see, if you're a business owner in a state, you get a state license to operate as a business owner. And you as a business unlike the Koch brothers would want or Citizens United, as you believe, you're not an individual, now you're a company. And it's very different if I, an individual, have my rights infringed upon as opposed to you, a business owner, who have a state license within the state. Now, federal trumps state law. We cannot discriminate based on the Constitution, based on the Civil Rights Act, We all have religious freedom in this country or freedom from religion in this country via the First Amendment. And by the way, we all have the right to sue anybody we want for whatever reason. At any time, very litigious society we are indeed. But the reality is that state by state that has drafted such legislation, and Indiana included, you have people now coming out of the woodwork wanting to use this legislation to shield them in order to discriminate against others. In South Carolina, there's a restaurant owner that says he is not going to serve black people, African Americans, because based on his religious freedom, he has problems with black people. There's a guy in Indiana that says he's not going to serve any LGBT people, any gay people against his religious freedom. And I have to say, in Indiana, since this law has been signed by the governor, you have seen the backlash. You have seen the backlash. Let me tell you, uh, there, there's, there's just been so much uh, reaction. There are celebrities reacting. There are businesses reacting. Let me give you a little taste of what's going on. Um The passage of a controversial religious freedom law in Indiana has drawn criticism from high-profile figures and businesses. George Takai, he lives with his partner in Indiana. He was on Star Trek. A lot of people loved him. Hillary Clinton has spoken out. Apple has spoken out. Yelp has spoken out. And there are some people calling for the boycott of the state of Indiana Because they warn of the law's consequences. And a lot of people warn of the law's consequences for LGBT rights. But let me explain to you why this is a problem for all rights. 
If a law protects a business from refusing service, which, by the way, you can do, but if you are refusing service and a law protects you from refusing service to somebody from the LGBT community, then what's next? Well, we don't even need what's next. It's happened in South Carolina from somebody who's black. How about Jews? Muslims. A woman walks in with a hijab. A man with a yarmulke. How about a Jewish deli doesn't serve you because they think you're Arab? Or you give them their your credit card and you have an Arab name. Or you're Muslim. What about somebody who has a problem with fat people? I live in Los Angeles, the land of the anorexic. And I have to tell you, I, I, I wouldn't put it beyond people. We already have Abercrombie and Fitch have sizes so small, fat people can't fit into them. That keeps them out of the store. That's an ulterior motive and a way around it, isn't it? What about if you don't like people who are mentally handicapped? Yup. Yup. Anybody who is slow, perhaps. Oh, your child is Down syndrome. Not here. Sorry, can't help you. Oh, you're in a wheelchair. Oh, we don't like, we don't, we don't like handicapped people. That's really what you're saying, isn't it? Oh, women. Oh, no, 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 no. Women. You know, we fought so long and hard, America, to turn around this type of discrimination, this type of prejudice, this type of bigotry, this type of, of, of racism and, and, and prejudice against one based on sexual orientation, and the list goes on. This is a Pandora's box, and I am glad that the great state of Indiana is getting heat for this, more so the governor. This isn't what the people want. You know, I looked at the crime rate in Indiana. I love Indiana. We have a lot of great listeners on Indiana Talks listening to us this afternoon in Indiana, and we hope to hear from you at 8886-LESLIE. Here's the deal. You want jobs, don't you? You don't want these big companies pulling more jobs from your state when you have a high unemployment rate as it is. Your economy doesn't look that good. You want more business coming to the state. You don't want rock bands refusing to play, as is happening as a result of this. The people of Indiana want jobs. They want to be able to feed their family. They want safety. Gary, Indiana has been the murder capital of this country over and over. It isn't at the moment, but it has been a number of times, and the crime rate in Indiana is pretty darn high. Even the mayor of Indianapolis is against this. And by the way, he's a conservative. There are critics of this legislation. It is Indiana's Religious Freedom Restoration Act. It will go into effect on July 1st. Now, what they say is that it could give more latitude, more latitude. That is code speak, code word for permission. For employers, landlords, and businesses to deny employment, housing, and service to LGBT people, even where there are local laws that protect against discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. But legal experts generally doubt the law will lead to discrimination. Hello? Are you kidding me? The fact that you even put that language in there. Now, in Indiana, this targets LGBT. But across the board, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, allowing any employer, landlord, or business to deny employment or housing to anyone, whether it's based on their color, their gender, or sexual orientation, is nothing but discrimination. Let's call it what it is, America. So let's uh, let's do this. I got a lot of stuff uh, to, to share with you, and I'm, I'm I'm very passionate about this, and I'm I'm very angry about this. You know, Republicans and Governor Pence, and not all Republicans. Jeb Bush says, "What's well, problem? We have this in Florida." Uh, Governor Pence says that, that we're the ones with the problem. No, no, he's got a big problem. He's backpedaling. Here's what Governor Pence of Indiana said. 
Clearly, there's been misunderstanding uh, and confusion uh, and mischaracterization. The Religious Freedom Restoration Act was about religious liberty, not about discrimination. As I said last week, uh, had this law been about legalizing discrimination, I would have vetoed it. This law does not give anyone a license to discriminate. The Religious Freedom Restoration Act in Indiana does not give anyone the right to deny services to anyone in this state. It is simply a balancing test used by our federal courts and jurisdictions across the country for more than two decades. And let me say on the, the subject of the bill itself, I don't believe for a minute that it was the intention of the General Assembly to create a license to discriminate or a right to deny services to gays, lesbians, or anyone else in this state. And it certainly wasn't my intent. But I can appreciate that that's become the perception, not just here in Indiana, but all across this country. And we need to confront that and confront it boldly in a way that respects the interests of all involved. I abhor discrimination. The way I was raised was, like most Hoosiers, with the golden rule, that you should do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I believe in my heart of hearts that no one should be harassed or mistreated because of who they are, who they love, or what they believe. And I believe every Hoosier shares that conviction. But as I said, we've, we've got a perception problem here because some people have a different view. And we intend to correct that. Uh, after much reflection and in consultation with leadership of the General Assembly, uh, I've come to the conclusion that it would be helpful uh, to move legislation this week that makes it clear that this law does not give businesses a right to deny services to anyone. Okay, and uh, that, that's the end there, guys? Uh, no, sorry, I usually do it in my ear. Anyway, in the uh, other governors, in Connecticut, for example, he has a, an opinion of Governor Pence. This is what the governor from the great state of Connecticut had to say. The reality is uh, uh, the governor's not a stupid man, uh, but he's done stupid things. Uh, and signing this law, and quite frankly promoting this law, knowing exactly what it was going to do, uh, was an incredibly stupid thing for him to do. When, when you see a bigot, uh, you have to call him on it. When it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. They knew what they were doing, and what they were doing was deciding that they were going to make it legal for people to refuse to serve uh, gay men and women. Uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. you got to call it what it is, right? If it walks like a duck, let's take a break. When we come back, we will share more with you, and we'll take your calls at 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. You know, I'm not gay. I'm a straight woman, and I do not understand why so many people have their panties in a wad seriously over gay people, why they're so damn afraid of the LGBT community. Seriously. If, if you have, if you're confident in your own sexual orientation and, and awareness, don't worry about it. It's not contagious. Now, you heard Indiana Governor Mike Pence that we have a perception problem. But 
He has now said that he wants legislation on his desk by the end of the week to clarify that the state's new religious freedom law does not allow discrimination against gays and lesbians. So why did he sign it? He, what happened here is he did something he knew was discriminatory. He didn't care. He probably shares the views, in my opinion. And what happened is he got caught. Got caught he did. Let me share some of what's gone on. Ashton Kutcher, who is one of the highest number of followers on Twitter, says, Indiana tweets, are you also going to allow Christian establishments to ban Jews from coming in or vice versa? Religious freedom? Outrage. And it is an outrage because that's the slippery slope. That's the Pandora's box that is opened here. All right? And then they came for me. It starts with LGBT. In South Carolina, you got blacks. You got gays, you got blacks. Oh, Muslim, you know, you know Muslims will be turned away by people based on their, quote, religious freedom. Charles Barkley, former NBA star, called on the NCAA to pull the Final Four tournament out of Indiana. He said, quote, discrimination in any form is unacceptable to me. And this was quoted by USA Today, quote, as long as anti-gay legislation exists in any state, I strongly believe big events such as the Final Four and Super Bowl should not be held in those states or cities. George Takai from Star Trek, outraged over Indiana freedom to discriminate law signed today. LGBTs aren't second-class citizens. And uh, Hillary Clinton tweeted, sad this new Indiana law can happen in America today. Amen. We shouldn't discriminate against people because of who they love. Absolutely. Companies, Angie's List. In response to the law, Angie's List, an online consumer rating service, said it would halt $40 million expansion of its headquarters in Indianapolis. They said, quote, we are unwilling to engage in an economic development agreement that's contingent on us hiring people in when the state is sending a message out to potential employees that is not always palatable. The CEO said at a press conference, Apple, Tim Cook, who's openly gay, CEO of Apple, tweeted, uh, Apple is for, open for everyone. We are deeply disappointed in Indiana's new law and calling on Arkansas governor to veto, veto the similar HB 1228. And he later wrote a column for the Washington Post, and he criticized it further. He said, these bills rationalize injustice by pretending to defend something many of us hold dear. They go against the very principles our nation was founded on, and they have the potential to undo decades of progress toward greater equality. Big Ten. The Big Ten, which is a college sports conference that hosts events in Indiana, is reviewing the law's impact. Quote, the Big Ten Conference and its member institutions believe in promoting an inclusive environment in which athletic competition can operate free from discrimination. Disciples of Christ, the Indianapolis-based Church Disciples of Christ, said that it may move its biannual convention out of the state. Quote, purportedly a matter of religious freedom. We find RFRA contrary to the values of our faith, as well as to our national and Hoosier values. Our nation and states are stronger when we welcome people of many backgrounds and points of views. The free and robust exchange of ideas is part of what makes our democracy great. Eli Lilly and Company, a major pharmaceutical company, condemned it. And by the way, they said it's bad for Indiana, bad for business. And I hats off to the Indianapolis Star. Biggest newspaper in Indiana. Front page in big letters. The Religious Freedom Restoration Act, fix this now in big letters in black and white. And we are back. How you doing? I'm Leslie Marshall. Let's get to some of those calls. We're talking about Governor Mike Pence. We're talking about the outrage and now the backpedaling. Uh, and uh, there's just uh, so many more companies and organizations to mention. I will get to those in between your calls. Also, share your tweets. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Calls 888-6-LESLIE, 888 
And let's start it out. Let's see. David in New Mexico, line five is first. David, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Leslie. Uh, I'm really happy to see that they're backpedaling so fast. Uh, I, I think, and, you know, you can call me uh, crazy or not, but this is a way to get you looking the other way while they pass the TPP. And if the TPP was so great, I mean, it is conservatives, right, that want to pass this. They won't raise tariffs on the Chinese Communist Party. They won't. They 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 want. If you looked at www.citizen.org, it outlines the leaked policies of the TPP. Yeah, and I okay. I'm I'm trying to connect your dots here. I just don't get it. First of all, the TPP, the TPP is an international treaty. This yes. is a state of Indiana piece of legislation already signed into law. And the people, the people who are, the, this takes absolutely nothing away with regard to, uh, I think either you uh, don't have your radio turned down or you have your phone echoing. Um, this doesn't take anything away uh, from uh, the, the TPP. If you wanted to argue that right now uh, focus on Iran does, uh, you know, take away time from the TPP. Yes, I, I would say that, but I, I I don't follow you with regard to that. Appreciate your call. Sorry about your phone. You can give us a, a buzz uh, buzz back there. We're not hanging up on you. We just uh, had an echo, and that's not good for radio. Uh, let's uh, remember when you finish with the call, you're cue to call through. Pay the phone and join us. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. George is in Ithaca, line three. Hey George, good afternoon. Hi Leslie. Um, Please just speak with you. Uh, uh, with regard to this Indiana law, it's got to go. It's unconstitutional. No one's First Amendment rights are being impeded in Indiana. With respect to this discrimination, there's no right constitutionally to it. And I can only speak from Christianity. I cited to Mark earlier, chapter and verse in the New Testament, where uh, Christ himself spoke in Matthew 25 that discrimination to the least of his was the last thing the Lord wanted in his edict in bringing about uh, a new way. And simply, I can't understand where, in fact, they, they think they can rework or tailor this um, law in, in, into a constitutional form whereby it serves anyone. Uh, I agree with you. This is what I don't understand, why states feel the need to even have something like this. Every business owner has the right to refuse service, and and no business owner has the right to discriminate. Every individual has the right to religious freedom via the First Amendment, and every person can sue if they feel their rights are infringed upon, whether they're a business owner or whether they're an individual, whether they're the owner or the customer. Well, more reason than ever for a constitutional convention in which we have freedom of and from religion, and at the same time, uh, you can practice your faith and discern whomever you want to serve, but nonetheless, you can't refuse out of hand someone. Um, and you know um, something? There, there's a way. There's a way. There's their, but there's a way to do this. I mean, for example, even though I think it's terrible, it's discriminatory. Abercrombie and Fitch, okay? They don't have larger sizes. So larger right. people don't go into their store. Now, right. somebody could argue that they're being discriminated against. And Abercrombie and Fitch said, no, we're not discriminating. This is the product we put out. These are the sizes that we make. Our look is geared toward a smaller size and thinner people. 
It's all how you present it. So in other words, I could be the world's biggest bigot, right? And right. and and uh, and uh, let you know, let's say uh, I don't like Jews, and you called up and you, you know you say your name is Goldman or something, and I assume you're Jewish, and I could say, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Goldman, all our reservations are filled for Friday night. But all the smoke we're getting about a need for a certain kind of discrimination to fulfill someone's benefit to right to practice their religion is just that smoke. It is not a reality in any way. You're not going to ask a Jewish deli to start start serving pork so that he doesn't offend someone. This is just nonsense. But before it gets a foothold and gets to the Supreme Court, as the ACA did by leapfrogging the appellate courts, I want it gone. All right. I appreciate your call and appreciate your comments, and I do agree with you, sir. Thank you for joining us. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's go to Carl in Maryland on line four. Carl, good afternoon. Leslie, how are you? Good. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining. Sure. You know, there's so much discussion about this law, and and it's really fun watching Mike Pence squirm uh, and trying to figure out how he's going to get out of it. But he can't unless the law is repealed. That's the only thing that can be done. Um, I agree with you. I mean, you know, base, and again, he looks like an ass because he signed it. Yeah, yeah. He knew what was in it. I mean, even if he didn't know every word and read the whole thing, he knew the premise. Of oh, sure. It. You know, and, and he just didn't think he was going to get caught. He got busted. But, but here's the deal. Mike Pence wants to run for president. And I think that this was tossing red meat to the base. And he got caught. You know, there's just been such a tremendous backlash by NASCAR, for example. NASCAR just joined in, you know, the protest. And he didn't expect this. And, uh, you know, the outcome has not been good. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost Indiana a lot of money in tax revenue. I agree with you. And you know what I don't understand? What I was looking at, I was looking at the educational rate and, you know, I mean, how many kids complete high school versus don't and the dropout rate in the public school system in the state of Indiana. Indiana is a great state, got great people, and mm-hmm. a lot of people to, doing, trying to do great things. Yeah, I, actually, my my, I, my I, point is when you have high crime and you don't have enough jobs and you have a low and, and your economy is slowly on the mend and you don't have the best school system – what the hell are you doing signing this into law? This is yeah. not a priority. This is not what the people of the state want, and certainly not what the people of the state need. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And this is not a, you know, for, for Republicans constantly accusing Democrats of killing and hurting small business. Mm-hmm. This is this is beyond the, the pot calling the kettle black in that regard. Yeah, and the law is so silly in its premise, too. I mean, beyond being, you know, obviously discriminatory and and just violating federal law, in my opinion, you know, just as far as, as you know, anti-discrimination is concerned, um, how do you identify someone, you know, in, in, in a business and ask them to leave, you know, if they're violating your religious freedom? How, how do you do that? It's so arbitrary. and it, it just doesn't make sense at all. From a legal standpoint, you know, I just think it's totally absurd. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your call. 8886-LESLIE, and do call us again. 888-653-7543 is uh, the number. Uh, Let's go to next. uh, David in New Mexico. Oh, sorry. We had to talk to David. Let's go to Michael on the Bronx, line one. Hello, Leslie. I'm so glad to get on. I am so mad as a Christian and as a Catholic. And once again, I feel the need to have to repeat myself in a certain aspect. And hats off to disciples of Christ and hats off to one of your earlier callers that was citing Gospels, talking about the 
teachings of Jesus, and if people cannot get a grasp of that, Jesus always said, love one another. Anytime you're going to engage in discrimination, that is hate. That is not love. And how dare Mr. Pence and all these other right-wing Republicans going to misuse the Christian doctrine to impose their hateful agenda. That's what so got me so irritated about this. And then on the legal standpoint now, all right, they're going to say they're going to cite religious um, protection, if you want to use that term. The thing is, is that they, they're, they're attacking the, the lesbians, the gays, and that's pretty much the, that's been the talk in terms of businesses. Go a step further. All right, me being a black man, and I walk into a place, and they're going to say, oh, I'm afraid I cannot serve you because you look kind of gay to me, or blah, blah, blah. This, what it comes down to, Leslie, is institutionalized discrimination. And if people do not believe what I'm pointing out here, that's why here in New York City, you had the constant stop and frisk, which was knocked out, thank God. And... Florida, you had to stand your ground, which was discriminatory, and that is currently being challenged. So time after time, again, these Republicans and Pence come up with this kind of bogus crap, and that's what it's bogus crap, and saying that we're, we're just protecting religious um, religious um, protections. No, you're not, because anybody that was truly religious and truly Christian will not have signed and will not have supported this kind of hateful stuff. You know something? I'm going to, I'm going to give everybody a fair warning here. All right? You want to talk about businesses. Look what's going to happen down the line, Leslie. Someone gets hit. I'm sorry, someone gets sick or injured or whatever, and they need EMT or police protection or police assistance. What are these people going to say? Oh, I can't touch you because you're gay or you look gay, and it's against my religion to be touching you or giving you treatment. Or what about when people want to get online to vote? Oh, I can't help you because it's against my religion. That's the key phrase they're going to keep using. It's against my religion, but they know damn well the religion has got nothing to do with it. Just Michael, I was hoping you would call today, actually. You are an African-American. You shared that with us before. I see your picture on Facebook. I've known you for many years now. And I thought of you, actually, when I read about the South Carolina restaurant owner who claims that it's um, his religious freedom to discriminate against people who have the skin color that you do. Um, I would love to debate him. (laughs) I'd love to sit back and listen. Um, But... Yeah. Uh, do, because, do you do you you agree with me then that this is a slippery slope and 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 this basically greenlights prejudice and if we start with the LGBT uh you know people will reference this law as business owners will be able to say that you know t- today it will be the LGBT community but we already have somebody in South Carolina saying African Americans and next, it could be Muslims, it could be Jews, right? Somebody Christian could say, I'm not going to serve this Jewish man because he killed my Savior. You know what I mean? The list goes on. And, and really, there are so many religions. You could probably, you know, Google 
how to set up a religion and obtain a religious license or permit, and poof, you know, you have the religion of Leslie tomorrow. Scary. Um, so, I so, offer, so, so do, I, I want, yeah, I want your response. How, how, do you agree with me about the slippery slope and how dangerous this is? People have a better chance bouncing themselves on ice than this kind of slippery garbage. All right, and and the thing is, they want to say it's against my religion. I would ask, and I encourage everybody listening to the sound of my voice. Anytime somebody gives you that kind of answer, ask them what religion are you? Show me where in your religion that says that you have a right to refuse to serve or help me or respect my rights because you find that way I look or whatever I practice is so offensive to you. I dare you. Show it to me. All right. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate uh, your call. Uh, we are going to uh, take a break. Right, guys? Did you say to take a break after his call? But I want to share this with you. Somebody tweeted this to me. Santiago direct messaged me. Give equal time to the governor in your program. I am just a bystander. A couple of things here. One, I'm not running for office. I don't have to legally give equal time. I'm the host. Two, governor's more than welcome to come on. I doubt he will. And three, we shared his own words from his own press conference on this morning on the program at the onset of this hour. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back. We're talking about Governor Mike Pence in Indiana. We are talking about a Freedom of Religion Restoration Act, but we don't need freedom of religion restored. We are all under the guise of the Constitution, that huge umbrella that covers all 50 states on a federal level. We'll take your calls. We'll share your tweets. Let me share some more of what has taken place uh, in the world uh, with uh, actually, you know, a knee-jerk reaction, some would say, but backlash against what is happening in the state of Indiana. By the way, Governor Mike Pence is now asking for new legislation to reword legislation he already signed, and not just signed, approved, right? I mean, the president today vetoed something, right, with regard to unions. He doesn't approve that. If he approved it, he would have signed it. If you sign it, you approve it. If you don't, you don't. It, it, it's very, you know, we're not stupid, Governor Pence. NASCAR, that hosts the Indianapolis 500 in Indiana, condemned the law in a statement from their senior vice president and chief communications officer. They said, quote, NASCAR is disappointed by the recent legislation passed in Indiana. We will not embrace nor participate in exclusion or intolerance. We are committed to diversity and inclusion within our sport. And therefore, we con- will continue to welcome all competitors and fans at our events in the state of Indiana and anywhere else we race. That's a lovely statement. That doesn't do anything to commerce in Indiana. NBA, WNBA, Indiana Pacers, and Indiana Fever issued joint statements voicing a commitment to inclusion following the passage of the law. Quote, the game of basketball is grounded in long-established principles of inclusion and mutual respect. We will continue to ensure all fans, players, and and employees feel welcome at all NBA and WNBA events in Indiana and elsewhere. Again, not saying, well, we won't come to Indiana, all right? Uh, Mark Emmert, who's president of the NCAA uh, that hosts the Final Four, said the national, uh, the NCAA national office and members are deeply committed to providing an exclusive environment for all our events. The NFL, that's almost laughable though, right, that the NFL would come out with this. The NFL is evaluating law and its options. They told the Indianapolis Star, quote, we do not have a comment at this time. Of course you don't because you're pretty homophobic within your own right. Um, uh, Mark Benioff. Um, who is the CEO of Salesforce. They're a computer company that's based in San Francisco. They said on Twitter, today we are canceling all programs that require our customers and employees to travel to Indiana to face discrimination. Jeremy Stoppelman, CEO of Yelp, a crowdsourcing review site, says 
It is unconscionable to imagine that Yelp would create, maintain, or expand a significant business presence in any state that encourages discrimination by businesses against our employees or consumers at large. And, of course, Apple CEO Tim Cook compared Indiana law to Jim Crow laws in his scathing op-ed for the Washington Post. In other words, Indiana's going to lose jobs, money, and this is just the beginning. This is just within, you know, what, you know, a day or so. I mean, th- this is how it is right now. Let's get to your calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. David's in San Francisco, line one. Hey, David, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Hey, howdy, Leslie. You know, I was kind of thinking about the GOP um, in a kind of a big picture way. You know how they used to have Abraham Lincoln as their most famous president. Well, nowadays, you know, the 150th anniversary of Lincoln is coming up, freeing the slaves, and the Republicans apparently aren't going to honor it because it's coming up in about a week and a half. And so that's a start. But then where the the GOP always claimed they were good for business, and in this legislation, uh, and in, if you're good for business, then the customer's always right, right? So in this case, they're, all, they're saying now that the customer's always wrong. So it's it's very interesting. The Republican, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking this goes back to the old uh, Nixon strategy of, um, or excuse me, the uh, the loss of the South to during Lyndon Johnson to Nixon, and and so maybe the uh, Klan have finally emerged in the um, in the GOP, and so Lincoln is on the downside. Uh, the customers always wrong, and I guess they're looking for some kind of master race. Um, you know, it's a frank, what I don't understand is, you know, my husband was in a meeting once and the company was talking about, we want this percentage of this many pieces of the pie. And they were talking about business being brought into our medical center. And my husband said, why the hell wouldn't you want the whole pie? And, and, and quite frankly, you know, Roger Ailes, Roger Ailes, they're number one. And, 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 you know, at Fox News Channel, my boss at Fox News Channel. Well, you know what? And, and, and you know what he has talked about? If you have 40 or 50% of the audience, why not go for 60 or 70%? And, you know, and I, and I get that. So what I don't understand is if I, if I own a business, I really don't care who you're sleeping with. I just want you to pay money to come into my, my store and buy my stuff, whether it's food or a hotel room or rent an apartment or buy clothes, jewelry, makeup, uh, whatever it is. Your toes in the sand, an ice-cold drink in your hand. Waves lapping on the shore as palm trees sway in the tropical breeze. Sound like paradise? This is winter, St. Pete Clearwater style, with 35 miles of white sand bliss and warm gulf waters. Paradise is closer than you think. Visit awardwinningbeaches.com to plan your perfect getaway to St. Pete Clearwater. Voted the best beach in America by TripAdvisor. Want to know the coolest thing about St. Pete Clearwater? We'll give you a hint. It's not the beach. It's Central Ave. This is St. Pete at its funkiest, foodiest, and most fun. It's where street art meets sidewalk cafes and one-of-a-kind boutiques, where everyone is welcome, even dogs, and where the coolest craft breweries meet the city's hottest nightlife. So think outside the beach. Get to know St. Pete's coolest street and experience centralave.com.